There it is, it's recording us. Oh no. We're officially uh, podcasting. How do you feel? Nervous. 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 I don't have a podcast voice like you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's what everyone says to you. That's true. I do have a a, a voice made. Now you just put it on that is not your real voice. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I have a voice made for radio and a face to match too. <laughs> okay. As they say. Anyway, here we are for episode one of Tales Under the Big Top. Those who are listening may recognise me as the guy who runs a YouTube channel talking about clowns. I thought you were just going to say, the guy who talks about clowns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, well that's me, yeah, I, I'm the guy who runs a channel called Understanding Conspiracy. And named it incorrectly. And I, yeah, so I, I created a theory called The Nephilim Looked Like Clowns in 2016. Nephilim. The Nephilim looked like <laughs> clowns, as some as some pretentious people out there like to pronounce it. Um, and as my wife has just clearly pointed out, how she likes to <laughs> repeatedly point out... I've named the theory incorrectly for all these years. It yes. should be. What should it be? Clowns look like Nephilim. The clowns looked like And that's Nephilim. the first thing I said to you when you ever told me about the theory. That's right. Yeah. So um, for those out there listening who know about this, I'm a fraud. <laughs> I have, I've been lying to you this entire time. A major fraud. That's right. Um, it's not that the Nephilim looked like clowns. It's that clowns look like Nephilim. But I personally believe what I came up with sounds cooler so i'm sticking with it it might sound cooler but it's just incorrect it's just incorrect i'm okay with that <laughs> i'm not <laughs> you're just not. not you're just not okay with it i'm well, not okay i am just fine with that anyway let's 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 move on to what we're actually doing today so that's an introduction to who i am do you want to introduce who you are? Oh to the no, people? I can't do that. That's just giving me flashbacks to like <laughs> school where they're like going around the classroom, like, who are you? Introduce yourself. Well, to what's all... something interesting about you? I'm sure all this isn't out there would like to know something about you. I don't have anything. Well, she would just say you're the wife of the guy who runs the understanding <laughs> conspiracy. I'm the, no, I'm the wife that has to listen to far too much conversation about clowns. That's right. Can That's I, who I am. Everyone pay their respects in, in the comment section to my wife who has to put up with me talking about conspiracy. I have to hear far too much. <laughs> and not just clowns. More all, stuff. All things conspiracy. Go to Understanding Conspiracy on YouTube to find <laughs> Stop more. Stop plugging yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. But this is going to be a bit different. from If you've come from that channel and you've discovered this podcast, I'm going to try and keep it a bit more fun and lighthearted in this. And we're going to talk about basically the news. We're going to pick up some articles that we've uh, we've read along the week and we're going to share it with each other, aren't we, what we've discovered. And mm-hmm. the aim is to find the most ridiculous examples of clown world stuff happening. I thought you were going to say clowns and I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. No, this isn't about necessarily the, you know, the, the dark, evil, spiritual nature of clowns. We're just going to talk about how ridiculous the world is becoming. And <gasps> But they might appear because of that one article. Although the odd clown may appear here and there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Only because we literally do live in a world that is full of metaphorical and literal clowns these oh, days. God. <laughs> Actually, while I was in, what was that, B&M or whatever, all the pumpkins are very black and white orientated, you know. All fractal pattern related. Yeah, this and year, I was yeah. thinking, I was thinking, oh, if I bring these home, there's going to be a divorce on the table. <laughs> there's going to be a divorce. <laughs> what are you doing bringing these demons <laughs> into our house? Yeah. I was looking at them and I was like, that's a lot of pumpkins for that price. But 
Yeah. Well, shall we just go straight into it? Now, there's an interesting story of how this podcast actually got started. Yeah, it's all uh, my fault, I think. It's all it's all my wife's fault that, that you have to listen to this. <laughs> no, it's my, it's my fault, but it's also my love of Bluey's fault. That's right. So we have a child, a very a young child, a toddler. And um, obviously we have to watch children's TV every now and then. And me and my wife have discovered that we absolutely love Bluey. <laughs> I was going to say, you're putting this on him being like a toddler in our house. He does not care he about Bluey Absolutely, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't even care about Bluey at all. But we have discovered that we like Bluey. This yeah. is a Bluey household. We... we <laughs> We enjoy the antics of that of that blue healer family, don't we? We're trying we're trying to get rid of the Paw Patrol household. <laughs> that's right. You know, we've gone through them all, and uh, we end up forcing our child to watch Bluey because that's what we want to watch. Um, and it's growing on him. To be fair, it is it is growing on him. <laughs> yeah. I think he doesn't understand that they're dogs. No, no, because he loves dogs, but I don't think he gets it. I don't think so, no. But he understands that they are a mummy and a daddy and, and the ch- and yeah, children. Yeah, he, he understands he, that part. He gets that point, doesn't he? But uh, I, I now look forward to the nightly ritual of <laughs> bedtime Bluey, in which we basically put Bluey on just before he goes to bed to wind him down. He doesn't care about that, <laughs> but I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy it. <laughs> I, enjoy I enjoy it a lot. Anyway, on, on the back of this, this, this mutual love for Bluey that me and my wife share... Um, you found an article, didn't I you? I found an article, and it devastated me. <laughs> it absolutely devastated me. Um, so, I'll let you read read the title. Oh, okay. So, the title of this is Kids Cartoon Bluey Criticised for Not Having Disabled, Queer, Poor, Gender Diverse, or Dogs of Colour. <laughs> Which <laughs> is my issue here. Forget the first half of this. Dogs of colour. Can we really zone in <laughs> on the matter at hand here, please? Dogs of colour. So, so, normally the format of this show is I'm going to hear these articles for the first time. Now, yeah. th- this this is a, this is going to be a, a different case because obviously this was the first thing me and my wife saw that inspired us to make this podcast. And I, I laughed hearing it now. <laughs> But I laughed even harder when I first heard this for the first time because I, I just couldn't <laughs> understand. <laughs> I think there was even one of those like two minute pauses where you just let it register in your head and then you couldn't, you, you were just dying. <laughs> I, I, had, I had a moment where I, I couldn't breathe for at least a minute because I was just constantly trying to formulate a thought <laughs> to say to you in response. But then I kept laughing because this, let's just listen to this, you know. So kids cartoon, Bluey. Criticised for not having disabled, queer, poor, gender diverse or dogs of colour. The only thing I could think is, what's a dog of colour? <laughs> I'm looking at the picture of one of the scenes of Bluey right now and I can't help but think that's one of the more, most colourly diverse. <laughs> These dogs, the dogs in this show, if you don't know, are very colourful. <laughs> the entire show is colourful. And this idea as well that, you know, dogs can have a race. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I mean. The more you think about it, the more ridiculous but this article actually gets. The thing is, gets. though, they're all different kinds of dogs, so they are. Well, they're all breeds of dogs. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean. technically, this is the most incredibly diverse it's, cast of characters because yeah. every single family of dog is a completely different breed. Therefore, it has numerous 
shall we say, races of dogs. I mean, is there even, <laughs> is there a quote from what they said here? Well, shall we just read the article? I'll read the article so we can get a gist and we'll react as we go down. But it says here, Australian children's show Bluey has been criticised for not having disabled, queer, poor, gender diverse, poor. I've just noticed that. <laughs> They're all rich. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. Maybe it's just better to live in Australia. We do always, what, which is the word emigrate? Uh, British people do like to emigrate to Australia. Yeah, maybe yeah. there's a reason. Well, clearly they're not. They're not all. Uh, everyone in Australia is based. Although I have <laughs> seen the dollar conversion, it's not that great. Oh no, the money's not very great for Australians. But but the everything's cheaper and the standard of life is better either way. It <laughs> so, must be. But what I hate, but this this is it. Poor poor dogs. Like I don't. I, well, everyone's based in Australia is basically what I'm learning from this, and they're not. They haven't given into the wokeness. But it says here, no single parent dog families either. <laughs> <laughs> so whoever made this article, let's name and shame them, shall we? Who is this? This is Maggie Basker. No, but I don't know if it's her who believes this or if she's just... She's writing for Pink News. So that's a feminist news station, isn't it's it? It's got to be right. I believe it is, yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. So it says here, the animated show for preschool children. So preschool children follows Bluey. An anthropomorphic six-year-old blue healer puppy and her family as they go about life in Brisbane and learn important life lessons. In an opinion piece on the ABC Everyday website, journalist Beverly Wang... So it's Beverly... We're blaming Beverly for this We're one. blaming Beverly. Okay. Of course it's a Beverly. Right. Shared her love of the hit cartoon, but also questioned why the show isn't more representative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wang asks... Why the show, which is set in the capital of Queensland, does not reflect the wide diversity of the Australian city? Where are the disabled, queer, poor, gender-diverse dogs of colour and single-parent dog families in Blueys of Brisbane? She asked. If they're in the background, let them come forward. <laughs> See, when I hear single-parent dog families, though, all I think is like, oh, we've just not split them up. Like, we take dogs... We split them up from <laughs> we the do. parents. We're yeah. the ones creating single parent dog families. Oh, we're creating parentless. Uh, we're cre- yeah, we're creating parentless <laughs> uh, puppies and uh, puppyless parents. <laughs> <laughs> we're puppyless parents. That's exactly what we're doing. We're the issue here, not the dogs. In fact, from by that standard, these dogs have the best life in the blue universe. That's what I mean. That's what I look at it and I think, no, they're actually just living the life they're supposed to live. Yeah. And I find it interesting. There's no um, crossbreeding. You don't find many mongrels in Bluey, do you? Like, they're all... No, I think that's also been complained about, I think. And this is supposed to be represented of a, there's no race mixing in But Bluey. there's also... I've also seen that there's theories that there is... A crossbreed somewhere. Can't remember who it is. They've introduced one or two crossbreeds here and there. I think they might have. Yeah. Well, I think the the theory is that in one of the episodes, I think um, I think it's the the bro- it's one of the brothers. It's a sibling situation. It's the, isn't it? it's the brother of the father, um, ends up getting with the babysitter, and she's of a different the breed. babysitter. Yeah, isn't she? <laughs> she supposedly mixed. Yes, breed. and also the they get a couple of um people to come and build a pond at the house and one of the young apprentices the young lad who works for the boss is arguing with his girlfriend who turns up in her car and she's like a dashun sausage dog and he's like some kind of mongrel sheepdog or something see i didn't pay attention to that see i'm just like blind to this i just don't see but what i'm saying is 
she's wrong. They do have mixed race couples. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> From the get go, this is already a false start, isn't it? She's just looking for something to complain about. I think I don't. I don't think this makes any sense. And first, and, and I have to keep hitting this point. Dogs don't have a race. <laughs> okay, there aren't dogs of color. They have a breed. <laughs> I guess so. And that's it. So, would what would she have to see to then see a dog of color and know that there is one? What's her standard of measurement here? Yeah, what what is she talking about here? That's a good point cuz what does she need here? Exactly. What more can she possibly What can we give this woman? What's her name? Beverly. What can we give Beverly here? So then she'll finally say, finally, there's a dog of colour. I'm now happy. Does she want more brown-coloured Labradors? And she won't be happy unless... I'm trying to think of all the dogs we've seen. And Does she want the dogs to exhibit more stereotypical racial attributes and make it into a really weird mixture? One of my comments what was going to be like, exactly? you know what? They don't have many white dogs in Bluey. What would you class as a white dog? Little fluffy white dog. Little fluffy white. That's right. Yeah. You know, I've only seen but one, and it's a tiny Pomeranian. This is what I mean. <laughs> I swear, I've only seen one. And the Pomeranian is constantly saying, "We're a small and hardy breed." <laughs> yeah. That's all you get. So that's what I'm saying. So it, there's only like what one white child character. <laughs> so how? That's as far as I'm aware. That's diversity, <laughs> right? So what's the problem? Let's let's go keep going. So. Wang acknowledged the creators of Bluey may not view the the show through a political lens. Well, it's a children's show. Why does it need anything political in it? My kid doesn't even know what the word politics is. And let's leave it that way, please. He does not need to be questioning political stances of anything at not even two years old. No, no. Well, let's at least wait till he gets into primary school at the age of four. Then they can start shoving that stuff down his throat, which Maybe. is as a standard procedure. But <laughs> <laughs> for now, let him just enjoy being two, please. But she argued it is important for children's programming to be more representative. How? How? Can we just stop here? More representative. We're talking about dogs. Right. You're talking about I don't more representative. He's a child. He's a human watching dogs. And first of all, he's watching dogs that talk. Dogs don't talk. I know. Well, yeah. So, if anything, shouldn't they be barking? Well, this is what I don't know. Clearly, it's against you. Know, more it? representative. The the incorrectly representing dogs as in is general. This, is this not ableist against dogs that can't bark or talk? Like <laughs> that? Oh, the silent dogs. Exactly. Well, exactly. I mean, what? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> she said the tender, nuanced, and joyful show has already demonstrated depth and range in its ability to touch on important issues. As a parent of colour... Here's the problem. <laughs> here it is. I'm always conscious of the presence or absence of diverse representations in kids' pop culture. What it means for children and the conversations we have around that. That sounds like a bunch of word salad to me. It sounds like she's trying to make... No, the problem is she's talking about diverse representation in shows because she's a parent of colour. But... Is she a single there parent? Are no... Is she also a single parent? <laughs> she might be. I think we're about to find out. Uh, the, the problem is we're talking about dogs. We're not talking about, like, Barbie. I know. Well, it's, I like... it's sad that they're trying to apply some kind of strange socio-political human framework over a, a 
a fictional world involving animals. You no know? child is going to watch Bluey. Who understands all this? No child's going to watch Bluey and think, oh my goodness, there are no dogs of colour. <laughs> right. that's, that's a very strictly Beverly problem, isn't it? It's a very strictly Beverly problem. And it's not even being a parent of colour because that is like when you're watching, what's another, like, what's a different show? It's like watching Friends and seeing no people of colour. You can have that be an issue. However... This is dogs. This is dogs, yeah. I say, if you apply it to humans, fair enough, you may have a case. You can apply it to humans <laughs> in TV shows, sure, by yeah. all means. But dogs are dogs. They don't have a race. They have a breed. <laughs> they have breeds. Yeah, but Jack Russell's races. in there. They're all in there. Every but, yeah, but Jack Russell is actually called Jack, Jack Russell. Russell. <laughs> that's it. It's very clever, yeah. I see what they did there. But this is the thing. It's, it, it's nonsense. You can't apply, apply such human issues to a fictional show about non-human this is this is searching you know. for issues where there the, are the, none. where there are none exactly we couldn't put it better myself so what, what else have we got here um hang on she added that the majority of characters on children's television are white did we not just mention the fact that i've only <laughs> seen one white dog in this show well but this is the thing we you don't even if like these dogs let's say do have a race they're supposed to represent a specific human race i haven't seen I, any pit bulls i've not yet well <laughs> that's a whole other issue isn't it? um if people don't know the xl pitbull in the uk has just been made illegal has it actually been made illegal now it's officially now, it's been made illegal i thought it hadn't yet and um, they're not going they're not allowed to be bred anymore and they have to wear muzzles if you own one and um, but they're just not allowed to be bred anymore and that's it now so they're not euthanizing them or anything but uh, statistically, they are responsible for most of the attacks. And by season. responsible, we more than likely mean the owners. The owners are also responsible. Equally responsible, I would say. I imagine or, it's or, not really the dog doing this. Well, this, that's the argument. That's the argument against it. It's the owners, not the dog. Yet, they're still, statistically speaking, it's always that dog that seems to be mauling people to death. So. Because I think that... I think, <laughs> but I think there's like a certain type of person that gets that dog half the time. I think that's part of the issue. There does seem to be a, a correlation between the types yeah. of people who get those dogs that's what I'm and saying. the attitude of the dog itself. Absolutely, I can agree. But let's stick on point. Let's get back to the oh, Bluey. Yeah. <laughs> let's go back to the important things, okay? The lack of diversity in Bluey, which I've already said is the most diverse cast of characters I've ever seen. I have seen dogs of every breed and colour within that. Except pit bulls. Okay, so but this is what... I'm, I'm not. I'm literally sat here trying to think what type of dogs have we not seen. I bet there is a pit bull in there and you've just missed it. Probably. I bet there is. Because I feel like we've seen loads of different types of dogs. Like when they go to school, whatever it's called, it's called like Calypso or something or other. Kindy. Kindy, yeah. When they go to Kindy. Yeah. Kindy, that's cute. Yeah, there's plenty of... Uh, like I said, th- this is a multicultural, diverse cast of hang dogs on, and breeds, on. you know. More animals than people of colour protagonists populating the pa- pages of children's books. Let's read it. She wrote, I wonder about the limits of modelling imaginative play for parents and children who don't see themselves in the true, bluey, comfortable, middle-class Australian nuclear family embodied by the healers. Who's missing out? So this is the thing. It's, it's as though we're not allowed to represent ideals anymore. However, I will just mention that we are not the ideal. No. We don't have a nuclear family. We are not middle class. No, we're like... And we still love Bluey. We're working class at best. 
and we have one child. But Maybe are, one day we'll get to upper work. But we're in a class. small house, and you know we're self-employed. We're trying to make it. We, 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 their family's not our family yet. No, I yet we're here. Yeah, I'm not offended by that. No, <laughs> okay. that's just a family. Yeah, and it's as though it's wrong to show a successful, loving, functional family in this woman's eyes. I'm guessing she she feels personally attacked. <laughs> Something like that. So she says here, predictably, the opinion piece has been lambasted online for being woke. Which and is what dare- it is. Which is what it is. And daring to question why an animated show couldn't be more inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> However, oh. others shared their support for Wang, broaching the important topic. Guardians I- Australia's political reporter, Amy uh, Remikis, said the amount of hate being directed towards Wang was the reason why this country can never have a serious conversation. Yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> she wrote on Twitter, the amount of hate being directed at journalists for a very gentle piece pointing out Bluey is great, but maybe doesn't represent everyone, and it's something to think about, something for all writers' rooms to think about, is why this country can never, ever have a serious conversation. It doesn't represent anybody. <laughs> the dogs. The thing is, like, she's pointing out problems where there are none because she feels personally attacked. For, for some bizarre reason, she's applied a framework that only works whoa, with humanity. Whoa, 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 whoa. You might not see yourself or your family represented all the time, but if you're white, able-bodied, and working or middle class, you're not short of options. Pardon? Excuse me? <laughs> so that's Pardon? So that's what this uh, Australian political reporter has to say about the situation. And uh, this, this whole, like, let's just hate on the white middle class. And... Oh, but we also, <laughs> I think we missed the part up here. What was it? This part, more animals than people of colour protagonists populating the pages of children's books. So her issue here is there are more animals than people, than people of colour protagonists. So is she trying to say there's a conspiracy here to put animals as protagonists rather than black people? But animals, <laughs> so are, she's trying to say. animals are generally better than humans. <laughs> well, and I don't know if you've ever met a young child, but I think they'd rather watch a show about dogs than people. Absolutely. They prefer animals, as they should. <laughs> I think this is just an example. Please, can we just let kids be kids and keep politics out of children's shows? So what's this? We've got some um, tweak, uh, Twitter comments, some X comments back in uh, replying to this. Oh, there's a multiple. Oh, we've got to, like, the opinions of the people. <laughs> right, well, let's read a few. So a poet, apparently, called Maxine Barnaba-Clark um, joined the discourse about the hit animated show. She said... With all the commentary around Bluey, it's worth noting I started making picture books because one day I realised my kids were about 30 times more likely to pick up a picture book narrated by an anthropomorphised animal than one with even a minor character who looked like them. So this is a black woman saying, kids just like dogs rather than humans. I'm not offended. <laughs> I want to know where she got her stats from here. 30 times more likely. How did she do that? Well, that little study. I don't think there was a scientific method applied to this. 30 times more likely. It's very specific. So what's this? A one person called for the show to give the main character... Oh my god. ...a trans friend. <laughs> and a gay aunt, she wrote. <laughs> People exist. These dogs are stand-ins for people, you know. But how are we supposed to... This is, this is, I still don't understand how they're supposed to represent a dog that you know represents a specific race of human. I don't what understand dog, how dog? you're asking for a trans dog. Dogs are very binary. And do you ever... Has anyone ever 
done surgery on a dog to change its gender. Dogs are not question. Well, consent would be high on high on the thing there. Dogs are not questioning their gender. No, no, they're not. They don't think, I think they're just thinking about where they're going to sleep. No, no single dog in the history of dogs has ever gone. Hmm. Think I might be a girl. No, they've never had an issue, a crisis no. of gender identity. <laughs> they are either male or female. That's as simple as it gets for them. You bigots. <laughs> Calm down, okay. This is a family, dogs. This is a family show. We don't we don't do that. So anyway, there we go. There's the first What's article. What's the last part? Did you read that last part? Uh give Bluey a trans friend, by the way, and a gay aunt, for fuck's sake. People exist. These dogs are stand-ins for people, you know. I just want to know why you're spe- specifying a gay ant. This is two people here saying gay ant. Why do we need a gay ant in particular? Although I will say I do have one. <laughs> are they implying that the, I don't know, the auntie has no kids and is, is a bit of an outlier because she's gay or something? I don't, I don't know. No, she's just infertile. <gasps> Actually, which brings me to the point, inclusive. That dog's infertile, she can't have kids. That's right, the sister, the aunt of Bluey, turns up after not seeing them for four years because it was just too painful to see her sister with children because she can't have them. Inclusivity. Yeah, that's, right, dra- that's hard-hitting drama for that's a kid's show. That's hard-hitting. You know, and it's touching on like a, a harsh subject which people have to suffer with. It's including people who are suffering over a, a very specific issue. But what they want to see is, is a dog that represents a black person somehow. And what... Now, this is the issue. I'd like them, please, to define which dog do we choose to represent black people? Yeah, actually. <laughs> which dog do we choose this. to represent the Chinese person and the Indian person? Which dog do we choose the to represent is, these things? If the creators of Bluey had done this from the start and made this a very obvious thing, they would have had an issue with it and they would they have would, called them racist. They would, well, I'll say you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't with these they people. They could not have won. And the funny thing is, the one that asked for the trans friend Looks like they deleted the tweet. It's not found anymore. (laughs) (laughs) They must have got a lot of hate for that one. Uh, (laughs) Nah, can we click it? Hang on. I don't think so. It says not found. Mm, This page does not exist. It's gone. That's it. Someone got a little bit of hate. That's right. Anyway, Clown World, let's let's leave Bluey alone. Please just just stop. (laughs) Just leave Bluey alone. Just leave. That's the one thing we've got in life. If anything, that's the title of this first podcast. Leave Bluey alone. It's the only good kids show out there in the first it, That's place. why they're coming for it. We can't have anything you good. Can't, <laughs> like, you can't be coming for Bluey. Um, no, come for Paw Patrol. Actually, well, that's a whole different matter <laughs> Well, that's the thing. The news on Paw Patrol. <laughs> the news on Paw Patrol. We've we just discovered oh. something else, haven't we? Did you get the article for that one? I think it's here somewhere. There it is. Okay. So, moving on to children's uh, animation. Paw Patrol, huge. Kids love this. Like, love it far too much. Our son loves the movie. It's all he wants to watch. I should have never shown him. We it. never should have shown it him. No, it, 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 he just loves watching that every day on repeats. If we let him, which we don't these days, but if he could, he would. That's what because I mean. he only wants he he's very specific though because he only wants to watch the movie really. Yeah, he doesn't care about the TV show. No, no he doesn't he really like the TV. He show. just likes the movie, doesn't he? Which fair enough, because he calls it Patrol Move. <laughs> patrol Move. Patrol Move. Patrol Move. Patrol Move, and that's it. He wants watch Patrol Move. He wants to watch. <laughs> Patrol movie. Anyway, the film's coming out soon as well, the second one. Yes, which um, has nothing to do with this, actually. Which has nothing to do with this, but we've just got an article which shows a very clear sign of where this is going. Yes. All right, so let's read, which, let's no, read the title. I'll, is... I'll let you read the title. <laughs> it's hard. Go on, go on. <laughs> Paw, well, the, the title isn't 
hard actually. Paw Patrol character becomes target of grim anti-LGBTQ plus outrage. That thing gets longer every time I read it. It's getting <laughs> hard. <laughs> so what this is, is they've apparently made a spin-off show called Rubble and Crew. Now, I have serious issues with this just from the get-go because why Rubble? I don't know why Rubble. Why is Rubble getting... Because from when I watch it, it seems like Chase is the main guy. Is it like a body positivity thing because he's the short, fat one? I think... Well, the thing is, I think he's one of the favourites. He's one of the funniest. He is the funny one. Well, actually, Marshall falls over all the time. No, but he's goofy, funny and whatever. He's silly. But Rubble actually has depth. (laughs) It <laughs> <He> has depth. <laughs> no, but you would have expected a spin-off to be like Chase. But also, I would like to mention, what's wrong with Zuma and Rocky? We need to talk about this, do we? <laughs> yeah. Like, why Why are Rocky and Zuma not getting their moment? Well, because of the crap. That's not very nice. And also, <laughs> I would just mention, if they were going to do a spin-off, I feel like they should have gone with Sky. Sky, well, well, this is well, why didn't they go with the only female member of the Paw Patrol? This isn't very easy. Whoa, 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 <laughs> Liberty's the member now. Oh, sorry, they have Liberty now. Yeah, you got but, two now. But she's new. Actually, come to think of it, right, no one ever, going back to, like, diversity and stuff, no one ever questions in kids' shows how few female characters there are. So it's straight to people of colour. What about female characters? Paw Patrol has literally had one female dog in it for ages. Keely, women don't exist. <laughs> no, not anymore, they don't. Okay. And we'll tell you why. <laughs> I wish you'd stop being so bigoted during this podcast, but you know women don't exist. <laughs> So I, I don't know what you, I don't even know. I will it. say it's interesting that they got a bulldog in this one, little Rubble. Well, Rubble is a little bulldog, yeah, and he's. I think they chose him because he's a builder, and kids love. Is, I feel things, like it's going to be they very love... Bob the Builder esque. Something like that. Anyway, there's going to be a, a Rubble spinoff, which is about a team of builder dogs, and who's the human that looks after them and runs them? Oh, <laughs> it's somebody called River. And what is River? Who is a non-binary character. <laughs> Whatever that means. Anyways, oh. let, let's read this. So, the Paw Patrol universe is taking another huge leap for inclusivity by introducing its first ever non-binary character. In the new spin-off, Rubble and Crew launched on Channel 5 and Nickelodeon in the UK early this month and follows five-year-old bulldog Rubble and his family as they build a new town called Builder Cove. Can I, can I just ask... Does that mean that Rubble has left the Paw Patrol? It looks like it. Has he quit his job in the Paw Patrol? I bet Liberty's taken over. Was he not getting paid enough? <laughs> Maybe it's a bit of allegations of abuse coming out later on, but we'll find <laughs> out. Anyway, in the latest episode, which comes before Kim Kardashian's Paw Patrol debut, is that because she, Kim Kardashian, is she playing Liberty? She was in... No, she was the like poodly one in she the Paw Patrol She was the poodle. Movie. Yeah, that's okay. Skateboarder River was introduced, which writer and gay rights activist Lindsay Amer who was hired as a consultant for the show, has revealed is non-binary. Oh, God. So you've hired a gay, a gay rights activist to go into your children's show panel, and now they've inserted their ideology into this child's show by inserting a character into it under the banner of inclusivity. Okay, so they brought me on to consult on the first non-binary character, Meet River, for the Paw Patrol universe and write their episode... Talk about a bucket list item. How is this a bucket list item? How about how is this for terrible writing as well? I couldn't even read that. <laughs> I want to write a non-binary character that was inspirational and incredibly cool. Someone for pups and kids at home to look up to. They found an awesome non-binary character to voice River. Non-binary actor. Actor to voice River, I'm sorry. And so I'm so so happy 
about how it turned out. So I'm looking at a picture of River here, and I'm not going to lie, River looks ugly as hell. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, River looks like a woman. I think River is a, a, a weirdly chubby cheat woman. See, this is the problem when you say non-binary character. Which gender are you going to lean towards showing here? I, I Because don't you've got to lean one way or the other. I'm, I don't know. All I feel is this, this is just confusing to children, I'm going to be honest. No, There's yeah, actually this... a nod to River's non-binary status if you look closely at their shoes and spot the pride flag colours. Oh dear! <laughs> While children are more than like more than unlikely to be threatened by a non-binary character, predictably right-wing commentators have complained. Paw Patrol has gone. Woke. It's not even that they've gone woke. That's not my issue. You just cannot be non-binary. Are you right-wing? No. <laughs> what they just called according to this only right wing people only right wing people talk about this I'm most definitely not right wing <laughs> that's what I mean like well no you are now <laughs> clearly <laughs> they've just told you children don't care about non-binary characters which is not true because we watch this show called Miss Rachel okay and there is a, a non-binary person on there called Jules who is currently going through hormone replacement therapy who wants to be a boy our child is terrified of her. Whenever she comes up... I thought on, they were non-binary. They're non-binary, but currently going through hormone replacement therapy. and getting. But if a, they're non-binary, then they don't need... She also announced she's getting a mastectomy. She's getting her boobs removed. Well, everyone, listen, right? <laughs> Most women would love to do that. Well, fa- well whatever. <laughs> All I'm saying is, in this example, our child is actually terrified He's of He's weirdly scared. Of Jules. And I don't know what it is. Because I don't think he understands what he's looking at. Actually, do you know what? I Personally, I think it's got nothing to do with the fact that they're non-binary. I think it's got everything to do with the voice is creepy. The voice is weird, yeah, because of the hormone replacement therapy. I feel like it was before. It's a woman who sounds like a teenage boy. Most so, women do, though. No, but the, you can tell they're going through the change with the hormonally because of the thing, and then the voice is is strange, and our son is just disturbed by it for some for some reason, and we, it's not like we encouraged it. It's just kind of is, and he doesn't like listening to her or, or anything, and he wants it to. He just wants us to fast forward and go to the next stage where Miss Rachel's back on the screen. <laughs> just he said, Rachel. He just wants Rachel. Rachel. He's like, no, no, Rachel, no, no, no Rachel. Rachel. And then we have to turn it. Oh, you have to, we have to take the non-binary person off the screen because our child is clearly a right-wing bigot. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if anyone was going to be right-wing in this house, I would think it was our son. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean. Like, it's clearly, I don't know. He's, he's, uh, he needs he needs re-education. I don't even. This isn't even my problem. Like my problem is not them putting a non-binary character in a kids' TV show. My problem is you just can't be non-binary. Oh, it doesn't. It does not exist. I'm sorry. You can tell me. See, I'm one of these people that you can say if you're born female that you actually feel like a male, and you can change your gender to be male, but you cannot sit and tell me that you are neither. Just pick one already. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> well, aren't you just the right wing bigot? Clearly. Uh, while children are more than likely to be threatened, so we read that bit. It says here, "I regret to inform you that Paw Patrol has gone woke." Says one person. The new spin-off series, Rubble and Crew, added a trans character. They also hired uh, Lynn Zamer as a writer, tweeted music video director Robbie Star- Starbuck. Is that his name? Yes, Robbie Starbuck. Star- oh, wow. <laughs> Lynn's runs the Queer Kids Stuff YouTube channel. Oh, I've heard of her. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, no. It's just got deeper. Well, it's just basically Queer Kids Stuff, as far as I'm concerned, is sexualizing children. 
I yeah, don't, it's I don't, bizarre. I don't care what, how that's what's happening. You know what that's I mean? Um, and they've got this groomer to come in. <laughs> it's like the YouTuber who has let their son change their gender to female. I think they're about eight. And then the other day posted that like their favorite color was pink, but yet. Apparently they're colorblind and they've never actually seen pink. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. So the father forced this this his son to dress in dresses and well, to, no, 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 and to no, no. dress apparently, like, present like, like a girl. Apparently this child has wanted to dress like a girl, which is an issue because the kid has an older sister. Of course they're going to want to do that. All I wanted to do as a kid was be like my brother. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, this is what I mean. But you're saying they thought this child loved pink. Yeah. Therefore, was clearly a future trans person. But then the other day, they were like, oh, they're colorblind and turns out they that, don't know pink. <laughs> turns out they're actually colorblind and had no <laughs> idea that they liked pink. They just yeah. liked that odd shade of grey in particular. <laughs> so, did they put it on hormone replacement therapy? Um, I don't know what level they're up to, but I know they're in, like, um, therapy. I bet they are, after all that. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> it's like the therapy where they tell you you're right, therapy. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Anyway, it says here, some even threaten to boycott the franchise completely. Others are less paranoid about a cartoon, with one person noting, Rubble and Crew is the latest target of right-wing anti-LGBTQ plus fake outrage. <sighs> that was a mouthful. Uh, all because the show had a non-binary, non-binary <laughs> you character can't even say it. <laughs> in one episode. River is voiced by uh, Chiang Ma, who recently uh, starred in Star Trek Strange New Worlds and is about to feature in the extremely... Whoa! The boys? She's going to be in The Boys, yeah. And is about to feature in the extremely unchild-friendly Gen V, a spin-off from the deeply disturbing The Boys. Oh, hang on, we're going to have to take a break here. <laughs> what the heck is Gen V and why don't we know about it? Upcoming American superhero television series. It looks spin-off like... Spin-off as The Boys. Mm. Oh, hang on. The lives of hormonal competitive superheroes as they put their physical, sexual and moral boundaries to the test. Aww. So it's kind of like uh, every high school drama of America, but with superpowers. <laughs> Set in a kind of... Uh, dark universe right, i'm not being funny but this person just comes up as a place not a person <laughs> okay well that's fine that's fine let's keep going let's keep moving on to the point here they don't exist so this person doesn't let me type in actress and you're okay there she is is it that one yes no it's not they don't exist right? okay anyway, so this actress doesn't exist <laughs> anyway so Paw Patrol is one of the biggest breakouts in children's television since it launched in 2013, subsequently shifting millions of toys and games. In 2021, the first Paw Patrol movie grossed over 144 million uh, pounds. And hang uh, on, they both say pounds. Which is it? I think one of the I think the biggest number is dollars and 117 yeah, should be. Yeah, This, is, this is a poorly written article now. Look at it. Anyway, it was a big deal. Kids love this, and now they're inserting gender um, theory and ideology into it. Which, which is natural. It's my it? opinion that people who kids who like Paw Patrol are like at least under like our nephew is like not really bothered. No, well, about Paw Patrol anymore. Well, this is the thing. There's that famous saying, you know, get a child from the ages of one to five and you've got them for the rest of your life. They're trying to get it in while they're young to indoctrinate them and get them ready for the future. But I literally cannot see... So, basically, under six are watching this. Yeah. I mean... Perhaps under five. My personal opinion on this, when it comes to children's TV, keep your gender identity and politics out of it. 
You don't you don't need it in kids shows that, that little. Ch- let's let children just be children. Please leave Louie alone. <laughs> Please leave Bluey alone. You can, you can take Paw Patrol, but don't take yeah, Bluey. I don't really care about Paw Patrol. I'm just, I'm, to be honest, I'm just, I'm just not going to let him watch it. You know what I mean? But Bluey's good. Bluey actually is good. And it, it, Bluey teaches a lot of good stuff. The good thing about Bluey, if you don't know, it's not just teaching children valuable lessons on how <laughs> no. to behave. And the children are very well behaved. They're not perfect. They make mistakes, but they learn a lesson, which is The good. children, actually, the do you know what? the no. are actually... They they teach you how to be a good parent. Here's my issue with Bluey. Maybe the kids are a little bit too well behaved. <laughs> I guess so. I guess. Well, you know. Or they get over things in a solid manner and like very fast to the point but, where you're like, hang on a minute. But it's because they actually have really good parents. <laughs> yes, but then that just makes me feel like a shit parent. This is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, this is the thing. The show seems to be trying to teach parents how to actually parent as well. So while the kids are watching it and learning a, a thing or two about how to be a good child and how to behave properly, it's also teaching the adult watching it how you should behave around your kids and how to d- manage difficult situations. It's quite good like in that respect, and that's what's, that's why it's so appe- appealing to both adults and children. And in a world that's falling apart, I was actually pleasantly surprised to see something like yeah, that. Yeah, because every time we watch a TV show... There's a million and one moments where you're like, oh, look at this clown. Or <laughs> look at this in the background. And I'm just like, would you just let me watch the movie? I know, I ruin everything we watch. But the Bluey, surprisingly, I've found no issue with you it yet. You cannot have an issue. There's, it's actually... It's just general life. It's good. It's just, it's not forcing anything political or ideological down What was down the one I was throat. watching the other day? Oh, well, they took both the kids to the supermarket. Yeah. And it all hell broke loose. And we'd literally just done that and exact we, same And situation. we have to do that every single week. We can relate. Oh it, it's relatable. It's funny. It's on point. It's animated beautifully. And it's 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 unbelievably based. And I like that. And it's very colourful. <laughs> well, you like the colours. I like the based nature. No, I'm just saying it's colourful because they say, where are the dogs of colour? Where are the dogs of colour? Well, yeah, it turns out they're all extremely colourful dogs. I mean, just like... The, the two main characters, one's blue and one's orange. I know, I know. Tell me about it. How much more <laughs> colourful could you get? Yeah. I mean, like I said, the major issue for me is there's not many uh, mixed breeds. <laughs> you know. Or maybe they're all the poor ones we don't Where see. Where are all the cats? <laughs> there are no cats in Bluey's world. It's a dog's world. I'm pretty sure all the cats got killed. <laughs> the dogs won this round. Oh, and yeah, then, yeah. what's the other, the super keys? Cats rule that world. Cat, yeah, yeah, they have, yeah, the cats have super kisses, which I'm not even going to go into that. Super kisses. God. That's, I think that's for, that's, that's, that's for another time, isn't it? That's for another podcast. But, uh, it's the most ridiculous TV show ever. It's, you know what? It gets better. <laughs> no, 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 don't. Do not start sticking up for super No, no, what I'm saying is, you know, in terms of like with the first few episodes are really cringe. Like most new they shows all are. Have you heard but, it? But as they develop, the humour gets a bit better as they get more comfortable making it. No, you know that's I mean? just <laughs> Disney's way of trying to take on Paw Patrol. <laughs> they have failed miserably. They I'll have failed that. miserably. Anyway, um, do we do we do one more one more article? I just want I just want to show you this just because I thought it was funny. So this, I've not seen this one. So this is public proposal on roundabout goes horrendously wrong with brutal six word reply. This is just a funny one. So he says, will you marry me, Rachel? And the response is, no, you slept with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> and this is all on, it's literally written on bed sheets. <laughs> yeah, so for those who can't see, it seems like 
Somebody wrote on a big bed sheet, will you marry me, Rachel, <laughs> in black pen or marker pen. God knows what it is. And has pinned it up against like a metal fence. Yeah, just on the side uh, of a, a road. <laughs> Some, it looks a pretty grim scene, actually. Grey sky, pretty typical British scene. And anyway, <laughs> it looks like next to it, a response bed sheet has been pinned up that says, no, you slept with my brother. And then, and then it gets funny because someone has done the exact same thing, got a bed sheet, spray painted it, but they've just put happy 40th, Sandy. <laughs> so this is clearly a place where messages get put up quite a lot. <laughs> Must be. Um, <laughs> so let's oh, this is this. in Scotland. This is in Scotland. Oh, it's still the UK. It's all, it's all the kingdom. That's fine. So a botched public marriage proposal has left the town in stitches after a recipient left a brutal reply in kind. Uh, Forgoing the traditional down on one knee, the unlucky in love person put up a large white bed sheet in Elgin, Scotland this week, which read, Will you marry me, Rachel? Hopes for a love story straight out of a rom-com were quickly dashed, however, when someone, presumably Rachel, replied with her own bed sheet alongside the first. Hang on, do you know what? My big question is, which Rachel? <laughs> like, they've put this... How did this happen? Because they've put this up. But then how does anybody know if it's directed to them? I know, have, have all the Rachels gone to, their, the gone to their boyfriends and gone, did you put up a bed sheet? <laughs> <laughs> or gone home and gone, yes. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> so while the first was full of love, the second was considerably less so. People were left in stitches when the reply read, no, you slept with my brother. The unfortunate reply presumably has put any dreams of nuptials off for the foreseeable future. I just future. want to say, I didn't actually read the article. I just read the headline and saw the picture. So this next part is quite funny to me as well. Okay, so local Gary Jameson said of the public spat, So who is the lucky Rachel? I hope she said yes. Lenny Roy joked, was wondering if her brother gave <laughs> us his blessing. And Susan Ritchie added, who said romance was dead? <laughs> The reply was not the last of the saga, however, as a third bedsheet later appeared. <laughs> however, instead of continuing the will she, won't she saga, instead simply read, happy 40th, Sandy. <laughs> and then, and then, Ben Dodds quipped of the messages, the fence sees more bedding than Dunelm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if those don't know, Dunelm is a, is a, is a really regular bedsheet store here in the My UK. Bed sheet store. <laughs> it, it's just a home decor store. Yeah, but they do have a large selection of bedsheets, I'll say that much. Do they? Uh, yeah, they do. They have a whole side of the store dedicated <laughs> I mean, to it. I mean, I suppose they noticed. do, but they also have another side that's just got picture frames and mirrors. Okay. <laughs> It's home decor. Anyway, they do have a large selection of bed sheets, so it makes sense. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> our proposal wasn't that different. What do you mean? <laughs> you proposed in our living room. Yeah, but we'd had a nice romantic day. We didn't we... have a kid back then, though. No, we'd had a full day. We were celebrating our anniversary. We'd been... No, it was mid-COVID, though, so we stayed in all day. Remember? Yeah, and we dressed up. We had drinks. We, <laughs> we dressed up. We had drinks. And Paul, was... <laughs> Paul wasn't acting so nervous all day because you were waiting for the flowers. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, they promised. <laughs> they they said they would turn up in the morning. They didn't turn up till five o'clock in the bloody afternoon. He so kept, I was waiting around. He kept walking around and like going to weird places, and I was like, "What is going on?" I was trying to track the bloody the bloody flowers, <laughs> and then when they finally turned up, I was like, "Well, here we go. It's happening now." And, uh, <laughs> See, I should have said no. Well, here we go. <laughs> well, by that point, we were already like six bloody cocktails into the day. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was going on a bit, wasn't it? But. Uh, well, she said yes. Eh? I you said yes. We're married now. <laughs> we're, all, we're married now. So we had a happy ending. No bed sheets. <laughs> no bed sheets. 
Well, no bed sheets hung up on the side of a, of a road anyway. Not yet. <laughs> no, not yet. So, <laughs> what's this one? What have we got here? I don't actually know. This was just in my saved. I actually don't okay, know what so, this is. So this one says, couple divorced just three minutes into their marriage after groom's comments about bride during wedding. Ooh. I really just want to know what it says. What did he say? What did he do? So what did they say? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Useless padding. Just in it for the ads. Oh, he called us stupid. <laughs> I went to a wedding where the groom spent his speech making fun of his wife like it was some kind of roast, as did her father. <laughs> She should have done more. <laughs> no, that's a different thing. Literally, the groom mocked his bride as they were pronounced husband and wife, who he allegedly called stupid for tripping up. Subsequently, they didn't make it out of the wedding ceremony as newlyweds. The thing you just read is another example. <laughs> <laughs> that just wasn't smart. <laughs> I have video of me walking up the aisle, and I swear it looks like I'm about to deck it. No, you seem pretty cool and calm and collected. And but I was not. Because, like, I don't know when it was, but everyone in my family was like, you've got to walk slowly. And we had a really short aisle, too. So it's like, <laughs> how slow can I walk? You got there fast enough, I would say. I got there too fast. So, summing up. <laughs> summing up, leave Bluey alone. You can take Paw Patrol if you have to. And try not to propose with a bedsheet on the side of it, on the side of a motorway. <laughs> and if you do, make sure it's specific. Like, which Rachel? Use a last name while you're at it. And who's Sandy? Oh, well, I don't know, but I hope she had a lovely 40th birthday. <laughs> so, there we go. Some tales from under the big top. The clown world. It's um, it's, it's, a, it's a bad time for children's animation, it seems. They're coming for your kids. Never forget <laughs> that. And they're coming for the dogs as well. Yeah, they're coming for the dogs. Both of those shows are about dogs. They are. Specific and dogs, you know, are pretty apolitical. Let's just let's leave it that way. Let's leave it that way. Any closing any closing statements, wife? No. No. Why don't we close this by talking about our plans for this uh, podcast? Because this is obviously the first episode. It's, uh, oh no, we have plans. Well, we've <laughs> obviously I have my YouTube channel, which I I do pretty much full time next to our business. You have your own YouTube channel. I got to tell someone that I'm self-employed today and I'm a photographer. Oh. Just sad note. That's the first time I've been able to go, I'm self-employed, actually. <laughs> How did it feel? It felt good. Except for the fact that then he was then like, oh, I do a bit of photography. What's it called? Is it, is it, is it Aperture? And then I had to listen to him talk about Aperture. Oh, God. <laughs> that is not what I wanted. Oh, I do a bit of photography too. Yeah, well, to me, it's work. I'm not interested in talking about it. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, that wasn't my point. My point was everyone thinks they're a photographer. Well, everyone's got a camera nowadays on the phone as well. Oh, no, apparently he's got like a professional camera. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, but he said DSLR, but I mean, like, what does that mean? Does that mean the 4000D or does it mean the 6D? Because two very different situations. Yeah, well, who knows? He might have a Nikon. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh god. Fujifilm. He's one of them, is he? <laughs> anyway, people can catch uh, me on my YouTube channel. Oh, if here want. we go. The plug again. Yeah, and obviously they can catch you on your YouTube channel, yeah, can't but, they? Uh, but it's dead, so. It's dead, yeah. So when when my, my wife, wife met me, she basically. <laughs> basically, what we're saying here is <laughs> the entire reason why my YouTube channel is dead and I am not thriving as a full blown influencer is because I met you. Not that you're bitter about it or anything. No, not at all. <laughs> but, but I did have 10k subscribers. I was getting hundreds of thousands of views and then I met you and all my focus went onto you and now my YouTube channel is dead. Well, you know, I, I, 
What can I say? Maybe I, one day. It'll I take people's focus. What can I say? Oh, God. <laughs> focus. <laughs> well, we're trying to revive the channel now. We're free from our I'm jobs, trying to know? revive the channel. It's just not working. No. So, and everyone listening to this will be coming from your own channel. Well, maybe. But uh, all I'm saying is if you want to follow both of us, you can go over to my wife's channel as well. So um, what's that? It's under at Keely, at Keely Marie. Is that Keely it? Marie Simpson. At Keely Marie Simpson. I think it's that. You can go on a uh, follow. It's also linked on this channel though. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit of everything on there, isn't it? It's family vlogging. It's. Um... It's not family vlogging. Well, I guess it's not family vlogging, but it's interesting. When we go on, when we go on vacations, I film them. You film. Oh. I suppose you're not really talking much in them. It's more just like a panoramic experience yes isn't but it? i also just want to do like fun food videos and diy videos yeah there's a bit of everything on there isn't there yeah like lifestyle stuff yeah which, which is what you did a lot of in the past Prior. And, and you're yeah. still doing now aren't you so if you want a bit of just light-hearted information and just nice things to make around the house little trinkets a bit of bullet journaling as well no so. i'm not doing bullet journaling no we're leaving that okay. i'm leaving that in the past fair enough well if you want to go back and watch some old videos about i'm, how to I'm not that organized anymore <laughs> Having a kid will do that to you, what can we say? Uh, you can go check out my wife's channel. The links uh, will be in the description. And, of course, you can go find me in my usual place at Understanding Conspiracy. We'll probably do a show like this maybe every two weeks. Well, it's going to be going for a week. We're going for a week. We don't know. We haven't ironed out all the details. No, we're winging it. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking every week. All right, then. Well, let's, we'll try for every week. And if you guys do want to send me any articles, which uh, I can surprise. Yeah, because he's severely um, underprepared this week. Well, I do have, I see articles, but the kind of news articles I'm reading are pretty dark. <laughs> or they're just, do you, do, you, do you just know that you're going to bore me? Uh, maybe. Because the hard thing here is, I do not have a good attention span. No, uh, you know, I'll try and find some really light-hearted, fun I mean, there's been plenty examples. of articles about, like, the fact that I can't call myself a woman anymore that have uh, yeah. really riled me up. Yeah, okay, well, I'll try and find the ones that I know will rile you up <laughs> to get the reaction from you, you know, uh, to keep this show spicy, <laughs> which is what we're at. But we're not, we're, not, we're not, like, really spicy here, but we do like to spice things up a little bit, don't we, with our, with our content, like I was saying. That was basically like saying, we're not quite vanilla, but we may as well be. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know... We, uh, t- how controversial can we get before we get banned, I guess, is the issue, isn't it? But, well, I don't know, but we're not monetized right now, so... So we can get away with saying whatever we want. So can we get away with it or not? For now, while we're young and free. <laughs> as, a, as a podcast, as well as we can get away with saying whatever a we want. A podcast duo. Yeah. So if you guys have any spicy articles you want to send our way, which just exhibit how insane the world has become over the past decade... Send them. Send them to uh, what's our email address? Tales under the big top at gmail.com. You've heard it there. Tales under the big top at gmail.com. Send us your spicy articles and we'll react to them. So thanks for listening, guys. And we'll be with you soon. Oh, you can't end it like you always do. <laughs> I can say God bless if I want to. <laughs>